0: Hello, this is Khaleesi Exists, and it is episode 25, and it is the 20th of the first, 2020, all the 20s. So, I'd like to start this podcast off with an apology. The best way of starting any podcast. I've only just realized there were some really weird glitches with episode 10, uh, just massive bouts of random silence, I literally only just noticed, no one told me, Um, the bad thing is, I suggested that episode as a good episode for people to start, (laughs) because it was a good episode, there was some funny stuff in it, but I didn't realise that it started with like 30 seconds of silence and then just random stops and starts, Uh, so I apologise, I'm going to fix it, I may have lost a fair bit of it. Um, oh no, little bits, so I'm going to recover what I have and re-upload it, but uh, apologies if you listen to that, uh, it's not going to be like that every episode. <laughs> so I'm going to change the show a little bit, I think Monday to Thursday at least, it's going to be 15 minute episodes, alright, keep it short, keep it lean, keep it mean, 15 minute episodes, and then I think the weekend ones might be a lot longer, Okay just so you don't get too bored listening to my voice every day, all right? (laughs) I'm going to start this podcast with a new segment, right? I'm going to start and end with a new segment. I know, exciting, isn't it? So, uh, this segment is called the uh, Night of the Hunter game, right? Basically, I don't know if you've seen that film, but Robert Mitchum, on his hands, are written hate and love, right? Or love and hate, whichever you prefer. So, I've got a random word generated here. I'm going to generate some random words and I have to first say why I hate the thing and then have to say why I love the same thing, all right? And if it reminds you of another show or someone else has done it, well, yeah, maybe I stole it. I don't know. (laughs) Not consciously, but it could have been stolen. Um, But the difference is I'm doing it now, so it's much better. (laughs) right let's start let's get this word generator up all right i hope i'm funny (laughs) oh god literally the first word that came up is depression (laughs) obviously now i'm using this hate depression i hate depression because what's fucking depression what do you think (laughs) because you have no control over your own mood and other people are like Oh, I've been sad, just cheer up. Sadness isn't the same thing, you twat. I'm not just upset because my ice cream <laughs> dropped on the floor. No. No. It's that my brain has decided you're just gonna not feel anything anymore. Yeah. You just feel horribly numb, like you're in a big hole. <laughs> yeah. I mean not a really good word to start with. Why do I love depression? Here we go. I love depression. Because um uh, As a fat, single, white man, I need something to make me more interesting. (laughs) So the fact I have mental health problems, you know, it's the only thing that pulls me apart from uh, Rance Fox. (laughs) Okay, next word. Press the button. Drama. I hate drama, right? Because there's loads of writers that think to make something dramatic, right? Everything has to be dramatic, right? Have you ever seen those shows or those plays where everything has a conflict? Where it's like a woman goes into a room and and the man's like, do you want a drink? And she's like, no, that is the bottle that was used to murder my father. Oh my God. And they never talk about it again, right? (laughs) And also, I remember at film school, right? They always looked down on comedy, right? Whenever you tried to do something funny, it was like, oh, it's too light. Like, it's easy. It's fucking hard, right? I know, because I'm recording this every day. (laughs) Um, But no, there was something higher about drama. You see this, like, the proper thing to do. Actually, you can get people to listen to stuff better if you make them laugh, right? Rather than just going, you know, 400 scenes of someone going, oh, no, my heart is broken. Or whatever. (laughs) Okay, what do I love about drama? I oh, you love drama because it's a way of making things less boring, <laughs> right? On the contrary, it's also how you can just make anything more interesting, right? You don't want to just see two people sat in a room talking. No, you want the table to explode, right? it's to turn out they're both related or something, right? <laughs> okay, next word. Let's do one more and then carry on the rest of the show. What we got, what we got, what we got, what we got, what we got. Revolution. I hate revolution. Um <laughs> because um you know, it takes a lot of effort. <laughs> Evolution is a gradual process. Revolution, everything's got a bloody change, doesn't it? So like, oh God, can't we just like change a few things? Do we have to change all of them at the same time? Come on. <laughs> That takes too much hard work. And then, you know, it never lasts, right? Most revolutions, they sound good. And then the end, it turns into some sort of dictatorship or something because, right, no one wants to do the planning, right? They don't want to actually plan how to change everything at the same time. So they just go, let's change everything at the same time. They're like, I don't have to do that. Let's just do what the other guys did. (laughs) But in our name this time, I love revolution. Also because um, some shit has to change, man. <laughs> I mean, we're not very... Uh, um, I think partly why Labour didn't do very well in the elections is because we're not really um, into revolution, right, the English, are we? I mean, we had the English Civil War, right? And then uh, they killed all the Maluku, and then they did that for a bit, and they were like, oh... We miss having the royal family. So, despite having a horrible war and doing all this shit, let's just go back to having the royal family again. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, we're not really one for revolutionist people. Like, oh, that's a bit much. <laughs> let's just change one small thing very minutely and be the same for 400 years. <laughs> that's England. <laughs> all right, that's enough of that. Um, I just watched The Witcher, first episode of The Witcher. It's all right. It's very much trying to be, uh, you know, trying to get the Game of Thrones audience, right? It's full of, you know, magic and swords, and Henry Cavill looks like the Khaleesi. As <laughs> I was looking, at. I was like, oh, he's like... Um. <laughs> I looked at him, I was like, yeah, he looks like Clark. Uh started taking steroids. <laughs> you know, there's lots of scenes where it's just... I don't know, they're either having a sword fight, right? Doing some magic. Or five minutes of just talking absolute bollocks. (laughs) Just two blokes in a room going, Yes, well, you remember the Felician War? The Felician War, where dragons died and men became nothing but stone. And like, yes, but the Sardinian powers change all that with the Flushian tubes and the super mega awesome potion. (laughs) And I'm just like, I have no idea what they're talking about. And at the end of the scene, they're like, you must kill her. I'm like, right, that's all I need to know. There's a woman, he's got to kill her. You don't need five minutes of you talking absolute faff. (laughs) That's what I do. (laughs) There's a scene, right? I don't think this is really a spoiler because I'm being non-specific. But there's a scene where all this royal family about to get murdered, right? And they hand out loads of poison, right? And they're all taking the poison and they make their kids take the poison and stuff. And then one of the blokes, the prince or something, right? Stabs himself in the neck. It's like, mate, you had a whole bottle of poison just for yourself. You had three, you've used two, you got one left. Why are you <laughs> why do you have to be so dramatic about it? God. <laughs> and then also it's got that Game of Thrones things where there's just random unity. There's a bit where henry cavill walks through a door literally through the door and then he's just in a room full of random naked women eating fruit and picking fruit (laughs) for no reason and it's just him and i think it's because it's then him just talking to a wizard for about 20 minutes about bollocks right and they're like how do we make this interesting i'll just have some random naked women in the background (laughs) yeah but it is just like why why Also, what annoys me about uh, any kind of medieval style story or whatever or film is when they have like all the child actors, right? Not only do they look like child actors, you know, they've all got cherubic faces and side partings, right? (laughs) They look straight off the spot spotlight account, right? And then, but they're all really, really clean. All their faces are like polished with makeup. It's not. they're like meant to be street kids, and they're going around the market and stuff. And all the like scenery and stuff is covered in mud. And it's old and it's rotting wood, but then all the people have these shiny faces. And it's like, dude, like, <laughs> it's can you put a little bit of mud, just a splash? Come on, even if it's like designer style, like dirt and mud, like in Die Hard or action movies where they get hurt, but like it's just like a really cool cut. Right, it's like a slice of a face, but it's in a really like specific way, so it's like he still looks sexy. <laughs> also, for some reason, Henry Gaville is doing like a sort of impression of the cookie monster if he was constantly sarcastic. <laughs> like, every line is just like, I don't know someone, someone goes to him, will you, Will you use magic on the village? and he's like,
1: Yes.
0: That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> it's like a constantly sarcastic cookie monster. <laughs> I felt bad at work today, right? Because, uh, so we have a coffee bit and usually there's runners to make people coffee because that's how pampered my industry is. There's a whole group of runners who are just there to make us breakfast and coffee uh, because obviously we're too busy to do it ourselves when we're not really. <laughs> We are busy, but come on—you should be able to feed and water yourself, right? Isn't that what it's being an adult was all about? <laughs> and runners are always so poorly paid as well. I feel so bad whenever that happens. Uh, I try not to ask anything because I'm just like, dude, you got enough twats asking you to do stuff. Um, one of my last jobs, we got a trainee, and uh, I wanted to actually teach him skills, right? like avid stuff he'd actually need in editing, right, using editing software and things like that. Um, And they didn't want to pay a small amount of money so he could actually have a computer to work on. Um, So they were like, oh, he should just do stuff like, you know, getting sandwiches and making tea, right? And I'm like, right, if he wants that skill, he can get it working in Costa. Surely we should give him like an experience you can only get here. Otherwise, yeah, he might as well be a fucking dinner lady. <laughs> I did, um, I was lucky because I managed to sort of avoid being a runner. I went there as a trainee. Um, I did plenty of crappy jobs, but I did one day at this really um, up its own ass editing company. I did like a trial shift as a runner, which is basically I worked for six hours for free. <laughs> running coming down doing coffee, but also no one would teach me anything. I had one of those like clicky-clacky coffee machines, you know, those old-school things. No one taught me how to use it. I didn't know how to use one. So I couldn't really make coffee. So already they were like, yeah, well, we can't use this guy. We need someone who's already a qualified barista. And after I did it, right, I was like, did they just get a load of people doing trial shifts for a job that doesn't exist? And then you don't have to pay people. Seriously, I did half a day just running about. Um, also, people are so rude to you as well when you're a runner. You are just treated like you don't exist. You go into a room and people are just like shouting and stuff. Um, they don't even look at you when you drop the tea down. That's what I always get really annoyed when that happens at work. When I go into a room and, like, no one introduces themselves to you. Like, because they're too, I don't know, high up. To even think you exist, um, but they do do it. Like, say, there's a director in the room, he would normally in- ignore you. If a producer shakes your hand, then he will go like, "Oh, hi, how you doing?" Right? Someone has to set the standard, right? Because they're not worried about being good people; they're just worried about looking good to people above them. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Lawrence Fox is spending more time on people's airwaves giving the opinion we all need one of a posh, well-off white guy who is ignorant. (laughs) Here's the thing, right? I know he's a twat for many people who've worked for him, like actually just a horrible person. I'm not really inclined to treat him like he's some uh, (laughs) victim. Also, I want to stop talking about him, right? Because I realised that maybe he's for, oh, I can't really get much work as an actor anymore because I'm an asshole to everyone I work with, maybe I could just be one of those ranter right? Like um, Katie Hopkins or Jeremy Clarkson. So I'm going to stop talking about him because we should just forget him like we did beforehand. We only talk about him now because he said stupid things. So why, why talk about him? It's gone. Gone from my memory. Who was I even talking about? I don't know. Right. I said this was going to be a shorter episode, right? So we're going to finish with the uh, next new segment. Uh, I did a stream of improvised libel before. So this is the new segment. It's called the National Enquirer um, (laughs) game. It's the National Enquirer game, right? Where I get a random celebrity generator and... I just come up with some libel off the top of my head. Now, in case any lawyers are hearing this, and despite it being incredibly silly, think, oh, we should sue him, right? Obviously, this is a satire of the National Enquirer and all those bullshit headlines, okay? I'm going to say that once, because it really ruins the whole gag. But, uh, right, so let's do the the game. Hold on. Okay. Al Capone. Right, okay. Al Capone, uh, how do you libel someone who's convicted criminal or murderer? Al Capone, um, <laughs> um. <laughs> Al Capone invented <laughs> the car phone. How's car phones? <laughs> I don't know. Let's do another one. That was rubbish. Steven Segal, Stephen Seagal. Steven Seagal sells seashells on the seashore. Um, and that's why, um, because his films are so crap, he needs to get the extra cash now. <laughs> What's next? R. Ke- R. Kelly. Why does it just keep giving me, like, criminals? <laughs> I can't just libel R. Kelly. It's impossible, because all of it's probably true. I could say R. Kelly fucking molest dragons, and that's probably true. <laughs> Horrible man. Right, okay. Um, Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom. Um, okay, his pointy ears in the Lord of the Rings um, is also the, what his cock looks like. I don't know. <laughs> this is harder than I thought. You don't. Uh, if you're not amused by uh, what I'm saying, hopefully you're amused by my um, failure. <laughs> okay. Oh, Bob Dylan. All right. Um so you know Bob Dylan wrote loads of songs that other bands did, right? Like Mr. Tambourine Man and things like that. He also wrote the um the takeaway song, you know the uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. That was a uh, a Bob Dylan song. Um <laughs> "McDonald's Kentucky Fried Chicken and a Beats." Because that was, you know, he had a lot of stages, didn't he? You know, when he went electric and then a born again Christian. Uh, he wrote that song during the Fat Dylan stage <laughs> when he put on an enormous amount of weight and he just sung about cakes and stuff. <laughs> I need a cake covered in ham. <laughs> anyway, right. Well, hopefully, there's something to enjoy in that. <laughs> Um, email me at contact at Um You know, for whatever, really. If you want to abuse me, um, want me to read anything out, um, if you want to date me, that's also possible. <laughs> you know, because I, internet dating, oh, so the bullshit. I just don't think I come across well on paper, right? Because on paper, you know, you're like, I'm g- not going anywhere near that but give me an hour in the room, right? You see that I'm not too bad. <laughs> so yeah, email all date requests uh, from any woman I've not dated previously. Uh, <laughs> it's obviously a joke, right? Before I get complaints. <laughs> so yeah, let's leave it there. Um, don't let the bastards grind you down. I know it's Monday, right? Twice Tuesday, but you'll get there step, step by step. All right, we'll get to the end of the week. So don't let the buses grind you down and let's do this again sometime.